This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Jesse Moore, and welcome to Icon Leadership Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Icon Leadership Podcast. Today on the show, we have Mr. Rudy Frett. Hello, Rudy, how are you? Good, how you doing? All right, Rudy, tell us a little something about yourself. Um, a little bit about myself. Um, so I was born in St. Thomas, the Virgin Islands. Uh, have a family, uh, family man, so two kids at home, have a wife, uh, been married about eight years. Right now, I'm a director of operations, been an executive chef, so I have... I'm culinary trained as well from local culinary school called TSTC right here in Waco, Texas. All right. So not only that you're smart and not only that you're a hard worker, you're also a good cook. Yes, sir. What yes. I understand. Yes, sir. So so you went from uh, being an executive chef to assistant director to director and then to a director of operations all within about eight years? Yes, sir. So tell me, man, how did you do that? Um, I mean, I say hard work. Um, I think a lot of it, never forgot where I came from. I mean, at a culinary school, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I started as a cook, you know, night cook, work right. part-time somewhere else. So it's like, I think you always pick up on different leadership qualities from different people and you figure out what works best for me and for the people around me. Right. Okay. Great. Great. Tell me what's the most important values that you demonstrate, you know, as a leader. Um, I mean, I'll say is always go around every day, talk to everybody, talk to everybody. Um, I always look at it is that you can never get too far ahead in life uh, and not forget about how do you get where you got from. So um, I look at it, I go around, say hi to everybody. That's every morning I walk into sure. walk gotcha. into my place. Gotcha. Talk to everybody. Gotcha. Say how you doing. Right. Uh, have a brief conversation and I go about my business. So. So, so you just developed that on your own, or you just got that from another uh, another director, um, supervisor? I feel like I've always looked at like me being regular position. Sure. What what have I missed? It's just it's just something, man. Because when you we do rounding. We do something that's called rounding. Yes, so sir. that mean that mean we go around and make sure that everybody's okay. Each employee is okay. Yes, sir. And you have to do that. You know, that show them that you care. You're checking on them. Make sure that everything's in order. That's working in order, right? Yes, sir. All right. So, how do you gain commitment from your team? Um, I think commitment. So I, I tell a little bit of experience. So sure. okay. I was 22 years old. I was um I was actually a dietary uh, manager uh-huh. at a local retirement home. Um, 22. All of my cooks in there were like 40 or 50. You're right. I got you. Oh, man. Wow. So, so I'm like, you know, as they call, I'm a young pup. Yeah. Right. What is he going to come in and do? So I started off my first two, three weeks. I cleaned the kitchen, watched what they did, you know, figured out how can I implement different things to make their job easier. Right. Um, and over time, I gained respect of them. They right. were like, hey, 
I have a boss that not only are they willing to come in here and do the little things for me, but they're also here by my side as well. So. Right. Okay, man, that's good right there. So tell me, so so you've been doing it for quite some time, you know, so tell me how can a, a, a leader fail? I mean, I think a leader fails by just leadership qualities right. um, and okay. also your team not believing in you. Um, I feel like a lot of times you turn the cheek on different things of what they're looking for. Like, mm-hmm. hey, they might be in a tough situation at work or at home and stuff like that. And you just turn the cheek like, I need you here. You know, right. I don't care about what's going on at work. Right. Um, I always look at I tell all my staff, hey, I'm a family man as well. And, you know, we have one life. We have one vessel. You know, sometimes you got to take care of your business at home and do that. And, hey, we'll be here. Right. You know, you're absolutely right, because I tell my people all the time, because this building is brick and mortar. It's going to be here when we're gone. Yes. You got to take care of yourself and you got to take care of your family. Yes, sir. And my sister probably be telling, listen to this podcast and say, you need to practice what you preach. because. It's so hard, man. I get it. Because when you're so passionate about something that you do, you know, man, it's just it's just you just want to see everything go right. You yes, know, sir. and so, being a man of color, being a black man, you know, yes, what I'm sir. saying. And then we know that we've been trained a lot of times. Like, hey, look, hey, you have to work just a little bit harder than everybody. It's just the way it is. Yes, sir. And it, it's just the way we were taught and raised up. It's nothing, nothing, not taking away nothing from anybody else, or, you know, no other color white people or anything like that. It's just that the way that we were raised was totally different. We knew that our parents taught us how to do hard work. Yes, sir. And I know that uh, that that I have a lot of white friends, you know, and stuff like that, and and their parents taught them the same thing. But it's a different generation now. Yes, sir. You know, you got to be careful. You know, a lot of those kids, you know, and I and I say that those kids, I know you're a little bit younger than I am, you know. <laughs> So you're younger than I am, but but you but you know you understand exactly what I'm saying. Though. Yes, sir. Being yes, sir. from uh, you from another where, where are you from again? So I was actually born in St. Thomas, the Virgin Islands. Yeah, right. It's like a whole different upbringing, you yes, know, sir. because you know it, it's it's just the way it is, man. So tell me, what's the difference between a a team leader and a team manager? Uh, a team leader. I mean, my dad always raised me on. You can lead people to water, but you can't make, make them drink. Right, right. So a team leader is somebody that's going to lead the team right. where they should be. Um, I look at it, a team leader, it's not I look at myself. It's not about myself every day that I walk into my unit. Right. It's about how can I build up the team. Right, right. Because building right. up the team makes everybody's job easier. Right. Good. Yeah, you won't be good unless you're, you're only good as your team is. Exactly. Right, I got it. I got so, it. I mean, in a team manager, they're just there to manage. They're there to manage, and that's it. Hey, once I put in my seven, eight hours, I'm gone. Right. See y'all. Don't call me on my days <laughs> off. <laughs> Man, I wish it was like that. <laughs> Man, I get calls all the time of the day, texts all the time of the day, night. Don't it does not matter if I'm at church or wherever. Exactly. Right. Right. So tell me, man, what's your what's your greatest strength? Um, I think my greatest strength is, I mean, believing. You know, belief. Right. Um, I be, I put belief in all of my team members, everybody that I've worked with, worked under. Um, worked around, you know, it's instilling. I'm a cool, calm, collected guy. Right. So it's like for me, it's like. It could be a storm going around all day at work. And right. I have the same demeanor. Right. So it's like, hey, if you want somebody that's going to make sure that, hey, regardless of what's going on in the storm, we're just going to make sure it gets done. Right. Um, so, I mean, I think that's just 
that's just the type of leader I am. Right, right. So you know, with me, man, uh, you if, if a storm is going on, heck, man, you gonna know a storm is going on because I'm gonna be moving around <laughs> like the storm. <laughs> What's the storm? Outside or inside? <laughs> yeah, but you know, but I'm gonna make sure that it's done also. But they'll tell you in a minute, man. I I go from zero to sixty in a minute, boy. <laughs> you know. But you know, one thing though. But the thing about it is that. You know, at certain environments, you have to go and be able to go from zero to 60 in a minute because things can change just like that. Yes. Things can change like that. And you have to be able to adapt to your environment. Yes. You know, when you're in the, the old saying was like, when you're in Rome, you do like the Romans. But if you see everybody else running, what you going to do? You're going to start running too. too. You see it all the time. Yes. You sir. know what I'm saying? So, but people, your staff is always watching to see what you're going to do. Oh, yes. Doing a storm. I'm telling you now, if if you see me running around here, you know, look, you better do the same thing. Exactly. <laughs> you better follow me. <laughs> you know, so so basically that's how that's that's how I kind of like, you know, run the department and everything like that because you know, they take they take everything from me. And if I come to them and say, "Hey, this something we don't worry about it. Don't even worry." They they go on it. They don't worry about it. Exactly. But if they see me worrying, what happens? They they're going to start worrying also. Being in your in your field, man, there's a lot of ideas, you know, especially food service, man. People want to be like, uh, well, uh, today is Juneteenth. We want to have something for Juneteenth, <laughs> you know. So Cinco de Mayo, you know, you have or whatever the case may be, Ramadan, or whatever the case may be. So how do you do people, when people bring you ideas, okay, how did you, you know, how do you accept those ideas? Um, I mean, I look at is, I think every. A lot of people could say they cook at home all the time. I know better, but right. um, I think being in the culinary field, it's just completely different. I mean, between building menus, talking about food, um, it's just totally different because I look at it like building menus is like building a poem. You know, everything right. has to match up together. Right. All the sauces have to match up together. Man. The desserts have to be good. Um, so it, it's truly an art to it. Usually... I mean, in my position, I've been in my management position the last like four or five years. So right. last time I really built menus, well, actually this new job, I've had to build some menus. <laughs> All right. We started without an executive chef, but um, I mean, it takes time. I mean, because you want to make sure every you get all the little touches right. Right. Um, but I mean, menus, it's it's an exciting thing. Very exciting. I can't even believe that, man. You saying that, man. Because, man, look, man, I'm getting to cook, man. I want some meat, some rice. And that's it. You thinking about, man, okay, we got to have some vegetables. We got to have a starch. You got to have some uh, desserts. Man, I don't worry about all that right there. But that's just, you know, that's just, that's your job. That's what you do. Yes. But, if you know, you come to my job, I got a whole bunch of things that I got to make sure that's right before I put the product out. You yes. know what I'm saying? But I get it. I get it. I get it, man. So, you know, you got a lot of people that work upon you. Yes, sir. You give them praises. Yes, sir. So how do you praise, you know, a team member, you know, in, in public? How what, what how do you do that, you know? So I'm the type of person, I'm a I'm a group person. Yeah. Like we fell as a group and we went as a group. Absolutely. So I look at it like I get excited whenever we were whenever we're winning, I tell everybody, Hey, good job. Right. Hey, right. Look, look at that. Like, right. you know, so everybody hears. Sure. And then it's like it just pumps them up to where it's like they put them on it puts them on a different planet. To right. where it's like you're working, but it's like, am I really working? I enjoy what I do. Like they say, it's never, you never work whenever you enjoy what you do every day. Right. And then you have the praise of your leaders, your leaders and stuff like that right. within the kitchen. I mean, it's just a great day. Right. So tell me, man. So, so you have people that, that up under your, of course, everybody that's in there is up under your direct care, yes, up sir. under your direct supervision. So, so tell me about your, your leaders. How do you reprimand your leaders? Um, 
I mean, so, I mean, we have salary leaders, right, you know, right. and I think the biggest thing is that I'm a very honest person. Right. I always tell them I'm honest, I'm straightforward, I'm straight to the point. Right. Um, so, I mean, I look at it, sometimes it's not reprimanding, it's like, do they really know what's expected of them? Right. So, it's always that we have to start back from ground zero. What's expected of you? Right. So, it's like, for me, it's like, if we never truly had that sit-down conversation of what's expected, right. let's start there. Right. What do I expect from you every day? Right. What do you expect from yourself every day? Right. And then also, what does your staff expect of you every day? Right. Cause it's three. That's a, it's like a three-headed monster. Right. Because what I, what my expectations every ex- expectations every day from me is gonna be different from what your staff wants from you. Right. You know your st- staff's probably gonna want praise. They're gonna want, hey, if I need a day off, hey, can I get this day off? Right. Hey, my mom's in the hospital. Can I? Me, it's like, hey, I'm numbers. I'm a numbers guy. Right. So it's like, hey, I need I need you to cut down a little bit on ordering all that food. I got to <laughs> <laughs> I got financials I got to hit. Right. Um, right. But it's also too, am I providing everything I need? Right. Am I doing everything I can for you as well as a leader? And I have those serious conversations with them. It's like, hey, what do I need to do better at? Right. Um, and I think I have those conversations with my leaders, right. with staff, because it's like, I need to figure out how can I can be better for the whole department. So, right. Right. Boy, I'll tell you one thing, man. I, you, you, you hit the nail on the head because sometimes, like, when I have to to uh, to discipline someone, I, I, I'm always thinking, did I tell them? Did I train them? You know? Yes. Is it my fault? You know? And so, and I, and I realized, n- no. <laughs> you know, <laughs> some of it, you know, no. You know, uh, I trained them. To do it to do it the right way, but yes. then some of them. So, because some of the new people that come on board, and I'm, it's it's been ninety days, and you don't know how to do this yet. <laughs> you know, <laughs> nobody showed me. I'm like, oh my god. I'm saying that's on me. Me, yep. that's on me. But sometimes, do you feel like you have a lot of stuff on your plate as a director, as a leader? Oh yeah. I mean, I feel like I mean, I'm always I can't sit still. Right. Like that's why I enjoy what I do every day. It's like. It's always something in the kitchen. Right, right. Um, But it's like with that, it's like sometimes like, hey, I got to give myself an hour, two hours, three hours. I got this to do and I'm right. shut my door and right. I'm going to go at it. Um, but, yeah, it's never enough time in the day. Never. Right, right. So, you, you know, it's never, you, you're absolutely right. It's never enough time in the day. But, man, I tell you, sometimes I hate my office, but I need to be there. Yes. But I want to make sure that everything's done correctly out on the floor. Yes. You don't want to micromanage, but you just want to make sure that everything's done. done. Yep. You know, and so, and, and, and dude, sometimes, and my fault is I'll bring up the screen so I can see what's going on. You know, while I'm doing something, I have two screens on my, in my, in my office. I have two screens. Uh, I, I can open up the screen to see what, what needs to be done here. And I can work, still work on my other things, you know, and then I'm still looking to see what they're doing out there. Exactly. The thing about it is that, I'll get hung up on seeing what they're doing out there. And I'm like, where's that patient waiting? You know, it's been waiting 20 minutes, you know, why we haven't gotten that in yet. And I can go in and look and see what's, you know, what's the holdup. So why we, and I go over there, you know what I'm saying? And then everybody's sitting down or something like that. And then that's when I'm, I'm like, oh, come on, y'all. Come on, guys. What, what are we doing? You know, <laughs> you know, and, and so forth. But I keep I, I need to learn how to shut off the other screen. Let them handle it. Because I have a leader that's out there. Yes. You know, I have a leader that's out there, but I have to say, okay, Jesse, stop here. Do what you came into office to do. Yes. Pick one task, finish it up, you know. Yes. And But it's just so hard because the phone's ringing. <laughs> 
off the hook. You're trying to respond to emails. You know, you're trying to type an email out. You know what I'm talking about? Somebody else, we have something that's called team. Somebody teaming you. <laughs> teaming, you know? <laughs> and then the next thing you know, you forgot what you came in the office for. That's true. You know, it happens like that. It you know? is. So how do you, how do you handle multiple tasks? Um, I think, so for right now, like on my drive into work, well, really like as I wake up, I'm planning out my day. Um, that's really just what I've done for the last couple of years. It works for me. Right. Um, so I'll plan out my day early in the morning. So as I'm driving into work, then it might change a little bit. It's like, oh, I got to email this, so this, this, this. Um, but I'll, what I do is as soon as I walk in, like they call it a pattern of leadership. Mm-hmm. You know, I do my same walk every day. Right. You know, I check in with my executive chef. I check in with my production manager. I check with out front. And then it's like, then I circle back, check in with my other supervisor. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to go to my desk and start on a couple of things. Right. Um, I know at a certain time, once we start, start certain meal periods, I want to see what's going on because that's the high high profile time. So right. then I'm like, okay, I'm going to step away from a while. If everything's flowing, okay, I'll right. go back. You know, so it's kind of like a back and forth um, right. just all day. But I really try to plan my day out from the get-go. Right, right. So what, what kind of leader would your team say you are? Um, communitive. Oh, I yeah. mean, involved right uh i know whenever i first started where i was i mean i was in the kitchen like i said we we didn't have an executive chef starting out but i enjoyed it you know mm-hmm. working side by side of the cooks and like i said i mean because i wear you know dress slacks and uh right, right, <laughs> and right. a long sleeve shirt every day so they're like this guy isn't gonna come in here and cook i'm like right. yeah yeah he's you see how he's dressed <laughs> yeah exactly exactly he got dress exactly. shoes on in the yeah, yeah. but I just show like, cause for me, it's like, I don't really try to show what I can do. It's like, right. you know, I, I like to teach, right. you know, I like oh, to yeah. teach people how to do it. But right. then I'm like, Hey, ain't no time for teaching right now. I got to Yeah. yeah I got to get it. Yeah. <laughs> I remember man, back in the day, man, I had a job at Walmart, you know, but man, I used to be the cleanest cart pusher, man. <laughs> man, I had, I had gold tip boots on, man. <laughs> Suspenders and pants. Oh man, I was sharp. Well, pushing carts, man. Oh, man. And so that's how it was though at work too. You know, at work, man. I used to be at work on the uh, on evenings also, man. I used to come in, starch down. Mm-hmm. But when it was time to get to work, to get to it, man, I didn't care, man. I put on a on a uh, put on my lab coat. I put on some scrubs, and I just go for it. You know, yes, because sir. sometimes you know you have to. You know, you have to jump in. Yes. You have to really jump in, man. So that's it, man. So, man, how do you motivate your team, you know? I think motivate is by, like, I really try to show them the way of moving up, the way of, hey, right. I always look at is that I never, any place that I've been at, I never want anybody in the same position before I leave. So it's like I motivate them by, hey, you know, tell them my story, tell them where I started at. Right. Tell them how I got where I got where I am. It's not. It's not easy. It's hard work, but right. I always look at it as like the first ten to fifteen days that I'm at a new place. Right. I try to identify who can be the next leader. Right. There you go. So it's like that's that's where yeah. I know. Okay, I need to spend more time with this. person. Sometimes I, my wife kills me sometimes, but she'll be like, "You still at work?" But what I do is I spend some of the later half of the day to. You know, it's a little bit slower. I'll talk to certain cooks or talk right. to them because, right. like, that's the time where I'm like, I can express knowledge into them. Right. You know, show them it's like, hey, you know, I did this, this, and this. You know. Right. Because I was looking at, hey, it's all about the next person. Right. Right. And so, man, you you said something that's so valuable, man. You said you're always looking for the next leader. Yes. Man, every good leader is looking for someone to take their place. Place. You know, you have to be, man, because you can't be on the scene all the time. time. Yep. And you have to give back 
to, you know, you have to, you know, find someone that you can mentor, you know, yes. and you also need a mentor yourself because we are because sometimes, man, we need to go to somebody and it's good to have somebody in your corner that you can go to. Hey, you know, what, what would you do here? And exactly. sometimes I often find myself, what would my mom do? That's true. Or what would my dad do? I already know what my dad do, would do, <laughs> but I was, what would my mom do? That's true. You know, what would my mom do? Because my mom was, everybody went to mom. Mom was a retired school teacher, and, you know, everybody looked up to her. And she had great, you know, a great, you know, philosophy. And, you know, and we, if there was a problem, she would tell you what to do. You know, she would tell you what to do. Pray on it first, you know, and just let Lord, let God lead you. Yes, sir. You know? And so, and so that's, what, that's, what, that's what she would do. And so a lot of times I find myself, you know, asking those questions or something like that. And then so sometimes I'll, I'll, call, my, I'll call my sister, you know, and, and I'll ask her, you know. It depends on which, 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 which parent come out of my sister, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, 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 my, my mom was a Christian woman, but my dad, on the other hand, you know, it depends on which one you're going to get, you know. And so, so, you know, and, and so just sometimes, you know, just out of fun, you know, we'll make fun out of that, my sisters and I. But uh, I'll, I'll, I'll call up my sister and ask her, hey, what would you do in this situation right here? You know, something, a mentor, somebody that's been, that's going to give you some godly leadership. Yes. You know what I'm talking yes. about? Not just somebody say, I would do this, you know. No, you can't run a department like that. That's true. Right. What motivates you to be a leader, man? I think what motivates me, I mean, um, so right now I have three degrees. I have, um, like I said, my associates in culinary. I have another associate from MCC, and I have my bachelor's from Tarleton. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what motivated me to go back to Tarleton for my bachelor's was, you know, leaders that were managing me at the time. Right. And I'm like, are you really here for me? Right. So I think, I mean, what motivates me is that, you know, I can motivate myself to, you know, move up in my field. Right. Um, I mean, like I said, I have a family. I want to make a name for myself. Right. You know, I want to be able to where sure. hey, Google my last name, Google my name to where it's like you can see something and it comes up. Um, so, I mean, the motivation and motivating people that can it be done. Right. I think that's always been whenever I was growing up it's like can it be done mm-hmm. you don't know if it can be done because you haven't seen anybody do it right well I know it can be done so right. it's like I think mentoring people and let them know it's like hey if you have passion if right. you want if you have the knowledge and right. if you want to learn right I can show you how to get where you want to be so that's what motivates me every single day right right so tell me so man what's what's your story um because everybody has a story that's true that's true um I mean, like I said, story. So I graduated from Conley High yeah, School. Um, right. So I graduated 2009 from Conley High School. Uh, went to TSDC. Now uh, I, I actually started that summer. I actually really didn't even know what I wanted to go to school for. Um, I actually did dual credit classes at um, my last, my senior year of high school, and I was like, "Hey, it, it's all right." You know, at the time I was working full time at um, Sonic Sonic Driving in Robinson, Texas. Right. Okay. And I was like, "Ah." Eh, I think I might as well go back to school for that. I'm like, my mom and dad, they cook at home all the time. You know, I've always been around food, so right. why not? And, I mean, I look at it years down the road. I mean, didn't look back. I mean, sure. it's been every day I feel like I'm never working. Um, I mean, I do catering on the side for, you know, family and friends and stuff like that. I've done two or three weddings for all my good friends and stuff like that. And it's I got like, you. I mean, I enjoy it. Like, they're like. You don't need anything. No, I mean, this is joy, what I do. Yes, this is joy, what I do. The joy is 
everybody smiling, them enjoying the food. And man, that's it. That's you know, I, I get it, man. I get it because you know, I, I'm not executive chef or anything. <laughs> 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 but I think I'm the best chef in my circle. <laughs> <laughs> Might not be but four or five people in my circle, but <laughs> you know, I, I you know, I like that because when I cook. I just want to see everybody else enjoy it. Yes. You know, the presentation, man. I have a I have a classmate, man, uh, that, man, she's in Louisiana, man. And she she did our high school reunion and, that, and the spread that she did, man. And she used to put all the pictures and everything on, on Facebook and all these meals that she has for other people. I mean, it just looked beautiful, mm-hmm. you know. But you wonder, you, man, when we're growing up, she never you know, even mention about cooking or anything That's like that. True. But now, man, she's one of the greatest chefs, that, you know, that I know, no. you know, but I know two now. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know two now. Let's move a little bit to diversity, man, and inclusion. So tell me, man, what is your definition of diversity? I mean, diversity, I mean, that's, it could be a wide open question. I mean, yeah. I think diversity, I mean, you look at, like, say, if you walk into a room, you know, how many people of color do you see? You know, if you're in a corporation, you know, look at from top to bottom. How many people do you see at the top that are different races? You know, Um, I feel like nowadays, I mean, you'll see a lot of diversity within a lot of different corporations, but Mm -hmm. still a lot of corporations that are still one sided. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I feel like a lot of it. I mean, it's education. Education is always the pool of everything. And I feel like, you know, we educate every race Mm -hmm. and it's a lot more that could be diverse in different corporations and stuff. Right, right. So tell me, uh, what do you think about inclusion? When you hear that, what's your definition of inclusion? I mean, inclusion, when you think about that. Yeah. So when you talk about, you know, diversity, man, it's a, you know, when you go into your, into your meetings. Yes. Are you the only brother that's in there? Um, Nowadays, I'm not, you You know, know, you'll see at least about like if I'm in a room of 10, at least about three or four. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, sometimes now it's closer to half. But it depends on what meeting. Right. Got you. Got you. So so what I what I have observed is. In my in my field, man, I have been the only. Brother. That I have seen in some of the meetings it's been like that for years i want what i want to see i want to see more brown skinned people in leadership roles and it doesn't have to be in the kitchen and it doesn't have to be doing the yard work the groundwork and it doesn't have to be in environmental services you see a lot of that stuff there. Yes, sir. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. You say, I, we are good enough to cook your food. We're good enough to clean your floors and to mow your grass, but we can't run your facility. Yes, sir. Your organization. You know what I'm saying? What I'm yes, saying? sir. I would love to see more of that. You know, I would love to see more of that, but they, we still haven't gotten it. Still got this, this, this. These people have these cliches because what happens is, and I don't know if a cliche is the the right word to use, but these they have these clicks. Yes. So these clicks are what happens is okay. I don't want to hire you because you don't look like me, and I don't know. You know, I might be a little threatened about you. Yes. 
you know, I might be threatened by you, you know, because you might just, you know, snooze just a little bit more, kiss a little bit more butt than I can. I can. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, yes, sir. And then what happens is, and I've seen this happen, man. What happens is, and so once you pull somebody on, they get you in, okay? You're going to pull who else up? You're going to pull somebody else up. Yes. And and it's called unconscious bias. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's, it goes both ways now. Yes. With whites, blacks, or whoever else, you know what I'm saying? It's called unconscious bias. So I'm gonna pull somebody up that looks like me. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? And uh, uh, but then if you if you if you're aware of your unconscious bias, you're gonna pull somebody else up. You're gonna look at them for what they are, what they can do, and not because they look like you. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? Because in my department, I don't care if you one legged, one arm, or whatever. You know, black, green. But if you can work, do the work. You come to work on time. You know, you're respectful, you know, and you take care, you know, the job is at hand. Man, you're hired. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But some people don't look at it like that because they want to get somebody inside, you know, that looks like them. That's true. That looks like them. They feel more comfortable. That's you understand true. what I'm saying? So, yeah, so so that's we need to change that. We need to change that in society. You can be a change agent. That's why I'm here to be a change agent. Yes, sir. Because I want to be a change agent. I don't want to just have, because look, what happens is when you have, when, you, when you're not diverse, what else, you, you shortchanging yourself. Oh, yes. You're shortchanging yourself. That's <laughs> what happens, you know? Heck, you, man, if I only want all black people to be on the show, you know, man, what, what's, that's, that's crazy. Yes, sir. We'll get everybody on the show, man. Everybody, you get, get all the listeners. Yes, that's, what, that's what we want. We have to be change agents, change agents, whether you're black, white, Hispanic, or whatever the case may be. On this show, I've had black, white, Hispanic, everybody, whoever I can get. It does not matter. Yes, sir. It does not matter. And I think that everybody should be that way. But oh, it's yeah. not like that, right? Oh, no. Right. So, you know, how do you think we need to promote more diversity and, and inclusion? You know, I mean, I think a lot of times, like, like I go back to, you know, going to college, right. you know, it's like, you know, the programs, you know, I think it even starts with counselors, you know, at the school level, you know, really diving into what is what do you think this person could do and do well? Right. You know, right. right. Um, I think a lot of times it's like, do we do a good job with giving scholarships out to kids with you know, that needed. Right. Absolutely. Um, but also letting them know about the college route. I mean, not just college, like not right. just the four year universities, trade schools. Right. You know, there's plenty of people that right. they go to trade school and some of them are making more than people that had a bachelor's or a master's. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Man, it's, 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 it's rough. But I tell you one thing, man, you know, I don't it's no big, no big eyes, no little use with me, man. I man, I love everyone. Yes. You know, my I, I have biracial kids. You know, biracial grandkids. You yes, know, sir. man, uh, the lady that put me through, gave me my education. Man, she was a white lady. That's awesome. Um, you hear what I'm saying? Because, oh, yes. But man, I mean, she hated me, man. But you know what? How I got in there, man, just kept calling my mom. My mom, and I, I, I talk about this all the time, calling my mom. My mom say, baby, just pray for her. The lady told me she didn't like me from the get-go. Wow. She told me she didn't like me from the get-go. Mom told me, just keep praying for her, son. Just keep praying. Next thing you know, man, things happen. She, next thing you know, she she paid for me to go to school. Another two-year program, then paid for someone else to go. Wow. 
Right. She said, if you get this guy in in the program, I'll pay for another one. That's the lady that when I walked through the door, she told me I was a thug. Wow. That's the power of God. That's true. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, but but by me just still, you know, plowing in, being nice, you know? That's all it takes, man. Oh yeah. That's kill all him it with takes. Kindness. You kill them with kindness. You know, and the thing about it is, man, we just Man, there's 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 crazy people. There's bad people out there. You know, I don't care. You know, black, white, green, whatever. There's just some crazy people out there. You know, and and dude, we just have to. It's about how we approach the situation. I oh, would yes. say. That's it. So tell me, man, as we wrap this thing up, brother, how do you how do you what do you rank God at in in your success? I mean, he's number one. I right. mean, me and my wife talk about it all the time. It's yeah. like, I mean we use ourselves as vessels, right? You know, it's like, Hey, that's why I try to pour into other people because right. I mean, wouldn't we would not be in a situation we would be right. if it wasn't for God putting us in the position to be where we are. Right. Um, and I look at that with jobs, life, right. You know, houses, right. Have bought together our kids, everything, right. everything right. around has, it's him instilling this into us and, and finding a way, like you talked about earlier, right. giving back. How can we give back? How can we use our knowledge that right. we know about to help out other people to get to where we want? I mean, hey, right. we've done it. This is how to do it. Right. And help out others. Yeah, that's it. That's it, man. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you, man, we have to be used as a vessel. We didn't get in these positions, you know, because of because of our own doing. What we have to do, we have to pour out to to our, our coworkers and stuff like that. And I work in a hospital, man. I, I understand why I'm there. Yes. I understand why I'm there. I'm there to to help someone. So I'm there to pray for someone. Yes. And so you have sometimes you may come across one of your employees that hey, you know one thing, they they need prayer. Oh yes. They need prayer, man. Bring what you gonna do? Say, man, you gonna bring them in the office or you tell them I'm gonna go find somebody for you to pray to pray with you? No, you gotta take that responsibility. Bring, come in the office, shut the door. Hey, look, you know, man, I've even brought people to Christ, man, in my office before. You know, that's what we, that's what, that's what we do. do. Yes, that's sir. what we do. And, you know, so God give us these positions, not for us. Yes, sir. But it's for other people. It's yes, for sir. the other people. Sure, we can make our own living, but it's for us, you know, for the other people to help the other people out. Yes, sir. All right. So, man, look, man, it's a pleasure having you on my show. I'm gonna have another show, man, with a couple other people, man, and I promise you, man, we're gonna, uh, I'm gonna have have you back on because I, I feel that we have so much more to talk about. Oh yeah, I mean, we just scratched the surface, like they say. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you coming on the Icon Leadership Show. Awesome, thank you very much. All right, man, no problem. That's all, y'all. Thank y'all for listening for the to the Icon Leadership Podcast. You can find the show anywhere you get your podcast. You can find us at RogueMediaNetwork.com. Or you can email us at iconleadership at gmail.com or our website, which is iconleadership.org.